it was always part of the plan to put a brewery in, but for many years it, it was just a plan. It's 100% acquisition of Green Beacon. No, we had a chat with everybody. Anyone would have seen this coming a mile away. It's the passion and the, the dedication to beer and brewing. Oh, yeah. That's super simple and direct question. It's always fun to get to speak about beer. And that's just what we're here to do, talk about beer. I'm Brews News Editor Matt Kirkegaard, and thanks to Cryer Malt, this is Beer is a Conversation, our weekly sit-down with the people shaping the beer industry, and through these conversations, we dig a little deeper into the stories behind the businesses of beer and brewing. The Australian brewing landscape is rapidly evolving, and here we try and make sense of what is happening and better understand the issues shaping the industry. We recently saw the Gab's Hottest 100 beers of 2019 revealed. It was the biggest year yet for the national poll, but as it has grown, so too has the discussion and debate about the results. This year seemed to see the antipathy towards the results reach new levels, as many of the social media big cognoscenti decried what they regard as pedestrian beers gaining high positions in the results, and another bugbear for some were little-known breweries, at least little-known to them, triumphing over better-known breweries, or more widely distributed beers. Bearing the brunt of a lot of the attention and criticism was a little brewery on the Sunshine Coast in Queensland that had the temerity to reach the top five. As a brewery with no footprint outside of its home on Queensland's Sunshine Coast, your mate's results, with four beers in the top 100 and a top five finish, have been held up as showing that the pole is flawed or it can be gamed. To others, their results were proof that a lack of marketing budget and national distribution doesn't count against a brewery that had done what craft beer says it does, engage and mobilise its community. Regardless of your position, the result for the founders, Kristen McGarry and Matt Hepburn, was that their excitement at the achievement quickly became tarnished as they watched the scorn online catch them up in its wake. So who is your mates? We caught up with Kristen McGarry last year, the day after they opened their new brew house and bar on the Sunshine Coast, and if you'd like to know more about their founding story, you can go back and listen to that. In this episode, we discuss the Hottest 100, how they campaigned, what their result means to them, and also why the Sunshine Coast did so well in the national poll, amongst much, much more. It's a fun conversation with two mates who, as you'll hear, are filled with enthusiasm for what they do. Enjoy the conversation. Chris McGarry, Matt Hepburn, welcome to Beer as a Conversation. Thank you, Matt. Thanks for having us. Yeah, good day, Matt. Mate, look, I would normally say, um, who are your mates? But it was 12 months ago that we uh, were up here, we had a bit of a chat with Kristen um, about the Your Mate story. Uh, but we, we, we're back today because we've just had the Hottest 100. Um, it's probably one of the most interesting responses to the Hottest 100 um, across the board anyway, just because of the number of discussions and you know, how much vitriol there was to some extent about the um, discussion, but primarily because a lot of it was directed at you guys. You know, you, you top five finish and everyone's going, you know, WTF, who are these guys? Um, so I, I guess the, the, the first thing is, what was, you know, what was your response when you were... Uh, had what four beers in the top hundred, um, and uh, number five. Well, we heard Kristen's response, you know, pretty much live as it happened. It was a very, very surreal response. Um, and I mean, we did get some, some little, you know, backlash critics, 
asking who your mates are, but for our little South East Queensland corner, it was, it was, you know, this is, this is our brewery, and yeah, we were stoked, absolutely stoked. I was up in Rainbow Beach, um, we were doing an event up at the deck, and yeah, we were all part, but we were, we were talking over the phone, and yeah, it was pretty, pretty kind of reminiscent moments, you know, reflecting back on the few years, and yeah, just absolute surreal realization that we have this community in this southeast Queensland pocket that has backed us as a as a brewery, as a company, and you know, as a brand that they can really want to get behind and support. And yeah, unreal. Yeah, it's uh, safe to say there was a, a lot of shocked people um, in the industry. I guess from the areas that that they don't have access to our beer. Um, but I guess my response is that no one was as shocked as we were to um, to see 20 to 11 come up and have us not be in that. Because, you know, we got 13 last year and was even then it was a, a massive shock to us um, the year before being outside the top 100. Um, and then each number, I mean, the atmosphere down here at the brewery was absolutely electric. Um, every time we hit refresh, um, number ten. How many 10, people did you have in the bar? I was full. Yeah. So, so, so how many is that? What's the two hundred people or something okay. like that? Yeah. Um, there was a few people who were just booked in for their standard Saturday lunch, but um, <laughs> everyone kind of cottoned on to what was going on, and everyone just kind of was so excited. We'd hit refresh, number ten, not us. Everyone would erupt. Number nine, not us. Everyone would erupt. Um, and then obviously when I was on the phone to yourself, um, and it come through. Sorry to call five. you uh, and, and make you miss that. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, had to, I had to leave the refreshing duties to someone else. Um, but yeah, number five. Wow. Um, totally unexpected. And you know, we're just so proud of the result. We're so, so stoked. When you say you're proud, but at the same time, you know, on, on the afternoon you must've been on cloud nine, but then... How long afterwards did you log onto social media and start seeing the, the 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 backlash? I was on the beach for a couple of days. We were, we were having a good time up there, and came back to reality. Having having Monday off, you know, <laughs> hurts everyone in this kind of industry. But yeah, logging on to see see the results on on the on the Gabs Festival page, you know, there's obviously, you know, you you make some achievements, and there's going to be people who try and put you down, and and that's the reality. We didn't. We didn't take it. We took it as a grain of salt, you know. It's it's kind of an achievement to get some haters in reality, and <laughs> that's how we took it, you know. If people were hating on you, that's that's a that's a goal that you know. That's good. I yeah. mean, people there's out there who want to be key back, key you know keyboard warriors, and that's fine for us because we're just doing our thing up here in Queensland, and you know trying to do the best we can. And unfortunately, we don't have the supply to. Or the you know, or the or the budget to get our beer as far as we'd like to. So yeah. we're taking every year as as best as we can and trying to fulfil as much you know, as many orders as we can. But in reality, we're we're just you know a small company here. We we don't have a a massive marketing budget like some people might might think, or you know, buying likes or buying um, buying votes. So we we just made a, a funny quirky video with our with our staff and a few mates, and that was us. So, so that was the only campaigning you did because you've you've got a mailing list um, that you sort of 
did uh, an email, I presume, yeah, same yeah. as anybody else. And you know, did you incentivize anybody? Did you, um, you know, what, what was the what was the call to action for your consumers? Yeah, so call to action straight up was the video, and that's the the previous year we did some social media posts, and we didn't really campaign too hard, and we got number thirteen, and that, that was like that was a really big shock to us. So we try to look at our budget, which was very very minimal. Um, and think in a way that how can we engage our local community and try and get our message out there that we aren't a big corporate, we're not a board sitting talking about, you know, yeah, we're not a big board, we're two blokes trying to give it a crack. So the video was a great, I think, a great way for us to try and explain and, you know, let people see our brand and our beer and, and yeah, just kind of share that amongst our emailing list, our social media following, which is you know has its limitations and yeah just kind of see how it goes and obviously talking to our customers and talking to people who have our beer on tap and talking to the bottle shop guys and just going hey look this is a gabs whether you've heard about it or not is a a pretty big deal um, especially for for a, a company with our distribution reach so if you were to if you are talking about it if you like our beer please vote and that's that's you know word of mouth for us has been our biggest our biggest asset. So tell us about how far your distribution uh, goes. So you, you've got a bit of a presence on the Sunshine Coast. You're in a lot of uh, BWSs and Dan's, I believe, um, up here. Yep. Um, so primarily our beer goes to the Sunshine Coast. It's our backyard from day dot. We never wanted to short supply our mates here on the Sunshine Coast Um with opportunities to send our beer down south. We got calls last year from um, venues in Victoria and, and New South Wales after we hit 13, but we just didn't have the beer. Um, so we, we've just put on our first uh, sales member in, in Brisbane, um, just coinciding with, with this result. And it's our plan this year to kind of try and get out of the Sunshine Coast, but... But you it's, had beer in Brisbane, so we, we, has that been through a conscious effort or has that been Brisbane calling you up and asking for the beer? It's kind of been an afterthought. If we have any surplus supply, if we have any surplus time and resources, we would, we would go down because we want, we want to be down in Brisbane. We want to be um, active down there because it is only an hour's drive. You know, I, I actually live in Brisbane. You know, I like being able to go down to my local bottle shop and buy some Larry. Um, and it's just the kind of next step um, from going through all of our volume here on the Sunshine Coast. And the, the thing is, every time we've grown, we thought, okay, we're going to put this couple of new tanks in here. We're going to have enough capacity. We'll send someone down a couple of days a week into Brisbane. But the Sunshine Coast is just growing with us. The appetite for um, craft beer up here is almost unquenchable. Um, we've got almost 17 breweries now i met a couple of new guys that are popping up in um montville i think it was um at the brewer social um catch up last week so there's breweries popping up that, that we don't even know about and and there's a market for it still so yeah the sunshine coast is it's just amazing so, so so what is the your mate secret then because you know like again i don't want to um under egg the pudding but a lot of breweries up here um, making uh, very, very good beer. So, you know, you guys are making beer um, on par with anybody else. But there's something about what you guys are doing that 
seems to have cut through or made you you know stand out compared to even the Sunshine Coast, which did pretty well nationally. Um, what is the your mate's secret? I, good times. Come on. I mean, that's cliche marketing jargon, but I mean, we. The thing that I keep going back to when we talk about the video and the Gabs campaign is, to me, it wasn't a campaign. Like we, we literally had so much fun filming that video. It was basically we invited our staff over to to Hep's new house, and we had a pool party, and we had a couple of mates of ours kind of filming things throughout the day. But it was ba- we just had such a good time, and and sharing the video with everyone was so enjoyable, and seeing people's responses to it and um i guess yeah we we love engaging with our community and i'm and i guess that is one of those things that does keep coming up when um when we hear people talk about our result and it's that community and we really love our community up here and we really love interacting with them we love hearing from them um we love sharing our experience with them um i don't know if you've got anything that you'd like to add yeah i think there are a lot of breweries, but I think what people like and respect about us is we're just real. You know, like, you, you see Chris on the social media and he's not trying to be anyone but, you know, a little bit of, a, of his nerdy self. And that's why I respect that so highly because it's, you know, it's not a cover-up. It's not... That's just is who he is. He rocks up, high socks and, you know, on his, on his push bike. And that's what I think our, our followers really respect and, you know... F- again back to our staff they're all just really genuine good people and i think that sets us apart as a company or brand or whatever you you call it you know we just try and capture what we're doing as real as as we can and you know yeah we try and brainstorm and interact with our staff because they're living and breathing your mates just as much as we do so it, it, it's funny though, and like again, I've got to be a little bit careful because I don't want to be at all disrespectful. But you know, I've described the um, your mates caricatures and the logo and the as as the sort of thing that your um, you know talented uh, art student daughter would doodle on the inside of her notebook. You know, so Larry looks like you know an impression of somebody who knows a bit about drawing but isn't a commercial artist. Yeah, um, just sort of scratch it on the back of her, her folder um, and. But talking to you guys off mic at the same time, there's been a lot of thought going into that because they're cartoons and you've not wanted to fall foul of ABAC, so they look over 25. Yes. Um, so, so tell me about like who, it's either genius or capturing lightning in a bottle and sort of stumbling into something that works. We've, we've had a lot of weird things that have just happened by coincidence, I think, like even going back, the Larry can. You know, Larry can. That just happened coincidentally, and you know, no, we just, I'd never clued to that. So you know, yeah. <laughs> and um, you know, just weird things. And in the early days, we would talk about the branding, the marketing every when we lived together every night. And now we don't. We you know, we hard enough to get in the same room together once a week. So these things that were you know are spoken about, but a lot of it is very organic. It's very natural, and you know, the ABEC stuff. That's that kind of thing is now on our on our kind of it is brought to our attention to be careful and try and be as professional as we can um in the industry because we are we are growing we are getting under the microscope a little bit more than you know some other breweries but at the same time we don't we don't have big departments looking at these things to be aware of we're we're just taking one stride at a time and trying to 
upskill our best to, you know, market ourselves professionally and without, you know, any kind of prejudice to, to anyone. We're just, you know, it's, it's tough. So especially in the, in the social media game, that's, it is our platform. To, without having a budget, it's, it's our biggest platform to, to have, a, have our voice. So, you know, try, just trying to, you know, have fun with it, but also, yeah, be, be very professional at the same time. Going back to that, is it genius? Is it just luck? <laughs> like, I think that we, we don't know. Like, it just keeps blowing us away how well everything that we've done has been received by the people who seem to enjoy what we're doing. Um, so we just keep trying to do what we do best. And, um, yeah, we're just really enjoying the ride. And how about the, the, your mate's name? Because, you know, again, like the first time I heard your mates, I think you'd sort of opened up in a shed. You're basically knocking out homebrew um, when you first started. You know, so it was, it was the, the smallest of small, you know, true garage band brewing. And uh, I remember sort of reading about your mates. and Oh, we called it your mates because we want to have our mates around for dinner and, you know, have our mates around for a beer. And part of the brand is just so obvious that you go, well, we'll name the brewery after your mates. But then, again, it, it, it seems to be something that is very genuine and resonates with people. Um, you know, again, how much of that was just, well, geez, we stumbled on a good idea and how much of it was we know this is going to work? Well, we know that um, the... Uh, it still says this on our bank statement, <laughs> Salty Dog Brewers PTY LTD. Um, we know that your mates is definitely a better choice than that was. <laughs> I think that's the general consensus on that. Um, it was just another thing. It was it was old mates to begin with, and then there was a, a trademark on from a wine supplier down in Adelaide who we called up and said, "Oh, we're interested in this old mates name," and they said, "Oh, yeah, we'll we'll get back to you with a price on it." So we went, "Okay, uh, we have no money. We are in the garage." Um, so. Matt said, well, what about your mates? It actually makes even more sense. And, and the amount of people who still get confused when they get told, oh, this is for your mate's brewery. And they go, my mate doesn't have a brewery. <laughs> it's, it's crazy how many people still get, still get that response. Um, I guess not, not having the, the, the budget to begin with, you know, have home brewing for a couple of years and, and trying to perfect the, the, the brewing side which Kristen was, was in charge of. It gave us time to really think about in this ever-expanding you know, market, how can we find our niche? And that gave us time to think about the name because it is such a critical part of, of the brand. And um, you know, we'd, every night, take, have a few beers back from our, our shift at, at the at Drift Bar in Calandra. And um, that's, yeah, it, it allowed us to work on, on that side of the business, which I think, a lot of breweries kind of didn't take for granted but didn't re- realise the full impact of what clever marketing and branding can do for a, for a brewery. Yeah, I guess it's like we just did the things that we thought we needed to do when starting a company. Like, you need a cool name. <laughs> you need a good product. It needs to look good. Um, and so we worked hard to come up with good... Well, things that we thought were good. Um, and, you know back to that luck thing and i think luckily it's resonated you know larry really was just intended to be the beer that matt and i like to drink and luckily my favorite beer and matt's favorite beer um is enjoyed by other people as well um we kind of did it 
in a way that was purposeful, but it was also just the result of what we thought was going to be good. Did you think about when you called it your mates and you have called the, the beers were your mates as well? So you had Larry and then Donnie and now Sally. Um, and Macca. And Macca, sorry, uh-huh. of course. Um, Don't forget about the luggage. <laughs> uh, you know, did, did you think at that stage about whether you could limit it? And again, I remember when Vale started, they had Vale Ale and then they had Vale DRK, which was their dark. And but there's only so many times you can... And Vale IPA, but there's only so many times you can like you can't have Vale goes and just bring it down to three uh, three letters or you know did did you sort of think about all of the line extensions and how the your mates thing would carry forward or were you just focused on well this is us now it's a great idea now let's just run with this great idea that we've had now I think that we imagined that we would probably have a whole heap more mates by now um, but we kind of have taken things a lot slower in that regard because we came from zero brewing experience. Like when we decided to start the company, we weren't home brewers turning pro brewers. We just didn't have any money to bring on someone with brewing experience. So one of us had to do it and one of us had to learn how to do it. So our philosophy has always been do one beer and nail it and then think about doing another beer you know we only brewed larry for the first two years of our existence oh we you know we'd slip in this dark beer that we we had donny um which was you know one percent of the volume that we were doing each year it was just focus on making sure the product is as good as it can be because there is so much competition out there um it's got to be it's got to taste awesome um and yeah, I think that the way that the characters are named and the beers are named actually lends itself to having more and more characters. We can't wait to free up some resources and start doing some seasonal stuff and having Terry and Trevor and Susan and all kinds of different characters. Shazza. <laughs> yeah. Shazza. Where do we ruin the Shazza? That's the, that is the question we get asked all the time up here. Um, so is, but Cha- really- is Shazza going to be the seltzer? Yeah, <laughs> that's you, you, not us. Your words, not ours. Um, but like, the more characters we have, the more it actually makes sense what we're doing. Because when we just had Larry, it's kind of like, oh yeah, what what are they doing there? Is like Larry? That's not a beer. What what, what is it? Um, and then when we have like, we noticed it when we released all four beers into package this year. Is that when they sit together? it's instant you go oh yeah your mates they've all got names that yeah that makes sense i get it uh, whereas one of the beers sitting by himself it's a little bit kind of vaguer so now you need to be ranged have all four beers ranged in the same place and so you've yeah. you, you, you've made your job even harder yeah, that is that is the difficult part is yeah getting them all standing next together and not forgetting about macca Macca, yeah. of course. Yeah. <laughs> the mid-strength lager. But, um, yeah, I think, you know, we've always... We've still got it up on the all the wall is a, the picture of all the Simpsons characters and all of them having different personalities. And, you know, that's how we've kind of always dreamed of, of your mates is having different beers for, you know, every different kind of beer drinker. So, actually, it's an interesting point because if you go back and watch the very first season of... Uh, uh, the Simpsons. Um, the characters sort of evolved in terms of the the, the styling of them. Yes. Will we see the um, you know the, the the cartoons become a little bit more 
you know, evolved. Um, I was going to say professional, but again, I, 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 I don't want to sort of undermine it because it's, it's working. We've got some pretty funny first drafts. We've got some pictures that look like myself and McGarry, and yeah, it's it's definitely evolved from what it initially was. But we've got we've got well, I love our our brand, and we've got a we work with a multiple multitude of graphic designers and each having their own skills. But yep. again, and, and I, I need to stress that <laughs> I've got to be very careful because it's, it's my artistic sensibilities, mm. um, but it's not my brand. And yep. I could never, even if I could mimic everything that you've done, a brand that I created would never be the same brand because of my personality yes. would never be the same brand that you guys would do. So it's not, you know, I, I'm coming in from my sensibilities. I'm not criticising it because you guys carry it off because those designs are actually perfect for anyone that meets you guys yes and that's what we've always wanted we wanted to be a serious brewery that don't we don't take ourselves too seriously and i think you know looking back to our earlier days you know anyone who'd meet us you know we definitely didn't take ourselves very seriously in the minds of when we had mates coming over drinking the beer and they'd be going how amazing it was and you know we definitely knew it was kind of pretty the average ale is what we called it so um we've just from humble beginnings trying to with the design aspect i don't know i don't think it'll ever change we we love our the kind of the vision that we we've created with the these mates and um i think styles would be something that we want to work towards with seasonal releases and um you know christian and the team have been putting out some amazing beers in the in the brew house facility that we really want to kind of showcase to the, I guess, the pointy end of the, the craft beer consumer and go, hey, look, we are doing these. Although people do write us, out, write us off for just doing the Larry or the safe beers, we, we, are, we do have the, the capacity to brew these beers. We just don't have the resources yet. Really, we'd rather put out a safe beer than a shit beer is, <laughs> is I guess, our philosophy. Um, we want everything that we do to taste amazing. Yeah. yeah. We're not pretending we're the best brewers at all. Like we're, you know, Christian. We 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 drink beers and go. Look, this this isn't, you know, the best beer. But if we do this or do that, maybe we can we can try and push that out, and it can be enjoyed. But in the end, we know that focusing on those beers that we we can create and you know stand behind very strongly. Um, that's that's what we want to continue to do until you know the time when we can put out those other beers and those other characters and maybe have a Sharon one day. Who knows? So talk to me, the, the other criticism, and this is a little bit more general, but the other criticism that was levelled is, you know, Queensland did too well. Um, you know, so there's something about Queensland, we're more militant or we're more parochial, which all of it has that bit of a small-minded, um, you know, that, you know, it's the same reason that, you know, they want Adani because they can't think of the rest of the country. You know, there's a little bit of that sort of mindset in that, well, we're small, we're parochial, we champion our own. But then you hear the same arguments of oh, Victoria has so many breweries that they didn't do better because they split the vote. But, you know, the Sunshine Coast has got 17 breweries, um, which is just the, the one region. And yet you guys, um, Tentos, uh, Noosa, Heads of Noosa, um, all got in um, and very different beers and very different branding. So I would have thought that that argument would have counted against you rather than for you. So why did the Sunshine Coast do so well, do you think? What is the secret sauce that is up here? Do we have a more militant community? Are we parochial? Um, you know, what do you guys put it down to? I don't know. <laughs> yes. 
I mean, yeah, it's 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 crazy to see, you know, ten toes up there. Um, Heads of Noosa, Bruja were up up in the hundred. Of 100. course, Bruja were yeah. up there as well. Yeah, and um, you know, I think Queensland are very proud to stand behind not just beer companies but local business here on the Sunshine Coast. I, I say it to every networking night, every every Chamber of Commerce event, just how great the commu- Sunshine Coast community is, and you know, they really support us from the humble beginnings to the you know throughout the underdog story to now you know brewing brewing beer and and having a full fledged facility to employ people and do the things we love but what is the the secret recipe of i mean we tried to answer this last year when we got 13 and um yeah it is mind-boggling um but at the same time yeah i I don't know i also equally don't know um (laughs) but yeah yeah you do hear people talk about i guess an attitude of of the the southern states being um less likely to go out and vote and, and kind of show their support by voting. I mean, do they have a lot of breweries as well down there? I mean... But, but is your audience, you know, are, are they beer geeks? Are they the sort of people that are, you know, for, from your experience, are they the sort of people that are on Facebook groups debating endlessly um, styles or things like that? When, again, you've described your beer range as being a little bit boring. Um <laughs> you know, so that doesn't strike me. You don't have a barrel aging program. You're not pumping out, you know, fruited sours. Um, you know, I, I wouldn't have thought that you would have activated a highly rabid Facebook beer group following. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's a, and, and it is the, the vocal ones that are up in those like areas. You know, it's the, the most vocal are the ones who are really passionate about um those different styles and those exciting and innovative things um that that we also get excited about as well as as consumers as well as um guys running business and they're they're definitely up here we've got the sunshine coast beer heads which is our um local facebook group for the um for the people who are who are mad frothers um but i guess yeah it's it's a younger market up here um there's no there's no argument with that um everything is available up here that is available down there you know there's a lot of breweries from um new south wales and queen and and victoria sorry that are getting distribution up here and we've got some awesome bottle shops up here um just around the corner the the batinia celebration has got as good a um, bottle shop range that i i see around the place and i just think that they're excited up here everyone's excited because it is a young market and everyone is ready to go out and vote and ready to um show their support and um they don't want to i guess they've never had i mean when I, I i grew up in brisbane when i came to the sunshine coast if you were someone with motivation and kind of talent you would think that you have to go and down to the cities to to get opportunity but there's opportunity now here on the sunshine coast um you know we're living proof that you can build something here that um can do something special and i think that people don't want to lose that um and and so they're going out and they're and they're showing their support we've never we've never tried to to promote or market our beer to to the pointy end like if you have drink larry you know it's you know it's a great and that's what we've always tried to achieve but 
marketing our your mates to beer drinkers, not just craft beer drinkers. And that's always been our aim, you know. Seven, so, eight how, years. How do you get them to vote then? Because beer drinkers, you know, if it's just beer drinkers, mm. what motivates them to vote? Did you have iPads on the bar in here sort of encouraging people to say vote for us? Or? We, couldn't, we couldn't get that to work. So we, we'd, <laughs> we'd have our staff members talking to punters coming in, just going, hey, guys. You know, if you we've got this, we've got gabs coming up. We had a gabs poster on the wall, which is I'm sure in a, in a lot of um, brew pub facilities. Mm-hmm. And um, getting these guys to vote, I think for them it was really trying to help local business, and that's our brand following. Most of these guys aren't, you know, like I said, we don't get a lot of love from the beer threads because you know it's a pale ale. But the guys who are following us are like that pale ale, that beer is amazing. It's not. They don't stylize it. It's Larry. Larry's amazing. Oh, I like Sally, and that that has always been our goal: is to take take the you know intimidating um, kind of side of craft beer, take that away because it is just beer. It's beer that should be enjoyed around a barbecue, around up the beach, and when you're camping, it shouldn't be you know. And as much as we love enjoying a beer and discussing it amongst ourselves, it's not the social side of beer drinking. It's that's for us. It's work, but. It's also, I think our followers have that social aspect, and rather, and they are they're the ones who are really interested to support our brand and business. And if if we put out on a on a post, hey Gabs, if you have a spare two minutes, go and vote. They're probably more likely to do that mm-hmm. because they they stand behind the product and the brand. McGarry, and I guess in response to the um, comments of just because it's a, a regional area that the votes are somewhat less educated. Um, I reckon I call BS. <laughs> I think that the, the people up here, there's a, obviously a volume of people enough to vote four breweries into the top 100 and they love their beer and they love getting out and supporting their breweries, which is at the heart of what Gabs is about, in my opinion. So what does the uh, top five finish mean for you guys? Was the phone ringing come Tuesday morning when the uh, brewery opened again? The emails were ringing. The uh, emails, okay. <laughs> we don't get that. And many. you don't read your don't emails, you've already many. admitted um, that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I have many unread ones, yes. Uh, so how, how many potential sales are in those unread ones? Um, yeah, we've definitely um, noticed a spike from it. Um, and I mean... Who wouldn't expect that having the, the you know the four breweries in front of us are four of the biggest in the country that are basically already available everywhere in the country um, you've got this number five that no one's ever heard of um, if I was running a, a bottle shop or a bar I'd probably be giving us a call too can you can you fulfill any of those orders or <laughs> uh, definitely not <laughs> <laughs> no um, I mean we obviously coming off Christmas time. You know, we've only been we've only been brewing our own beer for seven months now. So, having our production facility, we've been open here for twelve months. The um, you know proper scale of it, it's been a struggle just getting through Christmas. So, our main aim is to now keep in contact with all the bottle shops who are interested and in, and in try to do our best to still fulfil the southeast Queensland demand and um, yeah, try to somehow get to the southern end of the country and you know. One day, you know, it's um, ongoing challenges, you know, with, with business and, um, yeah, something that we're striving to, to solve. Is your business predicated on 
growing and becoming national or do you just sort of see a sustainable level of, of, of um, size or scale that you want to reach? What, 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 what is your plan for your mates? It's always a tricky one because coming off Shark Tank, everyone asks, what's your exit strategy? And we'll just all... We don't. We haven't started brewing beer. Yet. Like, what are you talking about? We just we just want to brew beer. We want to you know get beer into people's hands, and we never had any exit strategy, and we still don't. So, I mean, for us, we definitely see Queensland as as an obtainable goal in the next couple of years. I mean, where we see this, the state as Queensland has been our backyard, but obviously, I guess the vision for your mates isn't just to stay in Queensland. I think it's a it's a, a brand and. We produce beer that the whole of Australians would, would really appreciate. So we haven't really solved the, the production problem as of yet. And um, it's something that we're working on. Obviously, again, cash flow and budgets. And we can, you know, we're trying to grow as organically as possible, just like many other breweries. And without um, having deep pockets and huge investors, it's just the struggles of a small business, I guess. Yeah, just on the on the exit strategy thing, you know, we after that Shark Tank experience, you know, which was a once in a lifetime thing, and um, we didn't we looked pretty nervous up there, but luckily Larry looked pretty cool on TV, um, so we did end up getting some. And that uh, was May two years ago, so it was May, could be a week, uh, twenty eighteen. Yes, um, we 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 ended up getting some um, um, some mentoring that's that's the word i'm looking for through through steve and glenn who were the two kind of sharks that were were interested at the end who did the um did their best offer and we politely said thanks but no thanks <laughs> it was um it was definitely um under what we what we'd agreed to before before going on but you know steve in his response to the exit strategy which was kind of you know we had to kind of invent one to go on shark tank but his response was that you know if if your business is doing well enough that someone wants to buy it, then maybe it's doing well enough that you can just keep working in it. Because what are you going to do with a with a buyout? You, you're going to be bored. You're going to want to start another business up, and you know what's unless that's really what you want to do is build businesses um, from scratch, which we realise it's bloody hard. <laughs> um, it um, yeah, it's probably just let's let's just. I mean, we we'd started this business because we were. I was teaching, and Matt was a project uh, manager, and we wanted to get up in the morning and froth on what we do. You know, it's you took a photo of our commandments out there in the um, reception area, and that is what we want to do. And we do get up every morning and jump out of bed. Like we pinch ourselves every day. We're making beer for a living. This is the dream of pretty much. I think everyone in Australia um, and we are so lucky to have the opportunity to do it and um, we're going to try and take it as far as it'll go yeah so uh, now I'm going to put you on the spot because uh, you know we, we need that grab that if CUB ever <laughs> does buy you we can uh, <laughs> hang you with your own noose um, yeah cool would, would you ever sell <laughs> Oh, mate, I've got no idea what the future holds for your mates. Um, I would hope that we would um, continue to run the business and don't ever um, sell out. Um, but I, I can't speak for, um, yeah, I guess everyone that's involved in the business and that's a decision that 
um, if it ever does present itself, that Matt and I will have to sit down and, and discuss that and, and make a decision. Um, but it's a, it's a, it's been a crazy ride so far, and um, yeah, we'll see what happens. Has anyone come knocking? No, no, no knocks on the door yet. Um, Just bricks through the window. <laughs> yeah. well, I think. Um, what else are we going to do? You know, I come from a construction background, building high rises, and you know, I don't, I didn't get up in the morning doing that. And you know, okay, you might have ten million dollars in the bank, but we're gonna, we have so many opportunities. We have so many great staff that we get to employ and watch grow. And that's I've, we've brought it up quite a bit in the last few weeks. And um, my gut feeling is I'd love to be here in 10 years' time and, and still um, be, be it, you know, I might be the CEO, but I'd love to be still in the chair and, and um, spearheading what we can potentially do, not just from brewing great beer, but from an, from a, you know, uh, an opportunity to grow the, grow the industry. And we've just met so many good people in such a short amount of time and we still haven't even, yeah, we haven't been to any, we haven't been to Beervana, we haven't been to Hop Harvest. You know, you just don't get that in any other, any other industry. The people you meet, the, you know, you're drinking beers with people for a start and people who are passionate about producing beer, I don't know, we're not selling out any time soon and that's, that's, you know, 10 years' time, who knows what what our situation is going to be but we're not building this company up to sell it, that's never been our intention it's never been on the radar it's never been an exit strategy it's just been let's just do what we're doing keep keep the blinkers like not look at what the other what not looking at what other people are doing let's just do your mates and i'm just going to pick up uh, on, on the thing that you said we've talked about it recently yes um what prompted you to talk about it well, i think just the uh, just people just even mates just going oh you guys selling out and these are mates who don't even drink craft beer and but it's the I guess the vocal it's on it's on people's mind, a lot of you know obviously after Bolter, um, really really big brewery not just because of the the distribution but because who was involved and um, you know those guys, obviously Sunshine Coast being a big surfing community everyone looks at us and goes oh you guys will be selling out and I mean you'd you'd be silly not to discuss it with your business partner hey what where are we going what are we doing here what you know, we're, we've got this great brand, we've got these amazing product and a, and a loyal following. Um, again, we do have um, stakeholders involved, but again, it's our, it's our decision what we do with the company. So keeping in mind, we do have to try and think of the best for the business, but at the same time, what do we want to do personally? And is it to be involved in a great company and brewing good beer and, and, and supporting that, or is it buying a yacht and living in the water you know both have sound great um but at the same time just yeah i don't i'm happy with my five meter tinny to go out on the weekends and and drink the beer that i love to you know love to drink and and you know i'm going on a uh call it a content trip next weekend but with the sunshine coast fishing club and we take some beers up and it's a social weekend and you know our part of that is just to enjoy the the community who enjoy supporting us McGarry Matt gets to be a professional fisherman four drive <laughs> outdoorsman for a living how would he ever give that up come on <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah that's where the most of the backlash comes is 
Doesn't your business partner, does he, does he just fish for a living? <laughs> well, you could do a lot more fishing if uh, you, know, you made a couple of mil uh, fairly quickly. Yeah, I wouldn't have any fishing partners. Everyone, everyone's working. So well, that's as good a place as anywhere to uh, to deliver. But guys, more than anything, congratulations! Uh, you know, on uh, defying everyone's expectations and uh, mine included. And uh, all, all the very best for twenty twenty. Thank you very much, Matt. We really, really appreciate it. Yeah, thanks, Matt. Thanks for the support and everything you're doing for the industry and the craft beer businesses. And that was. Kristen McGarry and Matt Hepburn. Radio Brews News is proudly presented by Cryer Malt. With over 25 years in the field, Cryer Malt are dedicated to providing the finest brewing ingredients to help brewers create the foundations of a truly excellent beer. Your premium brewing partner and proud sponsors of Brews News, and this is Brews News Week. Don't forget, if you like what we do at Radio Brews News, you can help us out in a number of ways. You can sponsor the show either by a small monthly contribution or through a one-off donation. You can find details in the show notes. You can review our podcast on iTunes or your favourite podcasting service. Let us know what you think and help others discover the show. Finally, you can tell us directly what you think by sending an email to producer at brewsnews.com.au. 